Hey guys, it's Iz. Hey guys, it's Nod. Hey, it's Robin. Hi guys, it's Vid. And today we're here with season three, episode nine of Legacies Discussion. A lot has happened this episode, um, and we're ready to talk about it. So let's. Um, the let's title is Do All Malover Monsters Provide This Level of Insight, Emotional Insight? Is that what it is? And I was right about who said it. I, got, I knew I it was. I, I thought it was going to be Cleo too. It sounded like a total Cleo line because, like, she doesn't know Malivore monsters. So, mm-hmm. okay, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the fact <laughs> at the beginning that we totally, like Vit P and I totally called it being the wish box that they were looking for at the beginning with the Germans. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting Clark to be there. You know, what was he doing? I was like, what the fuck? I thought he was going to come out this whole episode. I was like, Yo, where's Clark? Like, why is he here? <laughs> okay, but if they introduced him, if they introduced him. He's a bone him, person. Yeah, okay, so that's the theory. Okay, but guys, didn't I say when we first watched that episode, did I not say that it's possible it could be Clark? I feel like it's Clark. It has to be. But Landon with the necklace. <sighs> Yeah, but it's possible that, like, maybe he erased Len's memories and took the necklace. Like, if, if he has all of those monsters things, and he knows the monsters, and he knows how to manipulate things because he's done that before, you, like, he must know a way for him to be manipulated in, you know, for another way. But, like, okay. So Clark was, I was really not expecting to see him, and seeing no, him wasn't. really just, like, shifted the balance in theories like because we didn't like I did say Clark but we were just like it was it wasn't like anything serious it was just kind of like oh you know it could be Clark but I did say before season three came out I think in a podcast like a long long time ago they could bring Clark back but have him be in another body Body. so like introducing Clark at the beginning of this episode means that Nick Fink could still not be back but he could be in a different body I feel like the, I feel like that scene definitely kind of clarified to me that it's probably him because it would be it's no reason for him to, for him to be there for two seconds. That's what I, yeah. Like and then why significance to it? Why bring him back for like two seconds? And especially, especially if he's looking for the wish box, and that was Albert Einstein. That's what I thought. I, I'm assuming it was him, but I didn't even want I didn't want to sound dumb, so I was like. Well, he had the hair and all of that. Yeah. And so that was Albert Einstein. So Albert Einstein had the wish box. And then, okay, we'll talk about the end of it, like as far as like when they discussed um, who else had the wish box and stuff. But let's just, we'll try to like, I don't know, I guess keep a timeline. Um, so then we go to the four people sitting in a, a class, like a lark's what, trying to teach them something? <laughs> I said, I said, we haven't seen no teacher or none of them in class, and then conveniently, that's when they're in class. When it's like, and wow. being so lost, it was so funny. And it's like, where are all the students? Yeah, <laughs> Len, like Len is such it's a baby. Cool. Len is just like looking around. He, but like, okay, Alark used to be a teacher. You mean he lost how to be a teacher in all of those years? Yeah, because he, like he was a college professor. I, how could he suck so bad? <laughs> But like, 
Landon being like, I miss all of the good monsters and just. <laughs> okay, okay. This episode was Landon's episode. I don't fucking care. It was Landon's episode because he is the purest fucking baby in the entire world. And like this episode was basically like Brett just saying like, Landon haters, here you go. Yeah. Try to hate him after this. Landon was just so adorable. He was perfect. He was perfect this episode. He was so amazing this episode. Landon was the whole reason why they figured it out. But like, okay. So them, Lizzie's whole like, um, conversation with Caleb and like saying that Caleb's her bestie now because she was having a fight with Hope. I mean, you're so over the top, Lizzie. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) as your new bestie. But Caleb called her out on her nerdiness because he was like, shut up, you know who that is. I was like, (laughs) he did. And okay, and bringing in Constantine, which is like supernatural. Also, he did a crossover on Lucifer. Like, come on. I mean, you know. <laughs> the, thing, the things you pick up on, because I got none of that shit. Well, it's just like, because they had the, what, what did they have? They had um, MG reading The Legends of Tomorrow. No, The Crisis. Crisis. What, what was that comic he was reading that in, uh, in one of the episodes when Lizzie came to him? It was like, what, 213 or something like that. Um, so then John Constantine is also a part of that whole, like, crossover and then they also did a crossover, like Supernatural, or like what the Crisis of Infinity Earth or whatever did the crossover with Lucifer as well. So, like, it's just really cool that they're kind of like bringing that into the whole fold, like making this world like so much bigger and like broader, which is, I don't know, the nerd in me was just like, you know, giddy like Landon. But <laughs> I didn't even know it was until like later on. But like them. <laughs> <laughs> them wanting to summon um, a fairy and then arguing about it being like a cherub and <laughs> saying that Cupid wasn't cute and then Landon's whole like Did not he actually wasn't Cupid? I was like yeah I mean yeah but like he did that the whole episode like he was actually like corrected a lark and then he corrected um, Caleb and, and like I just everybody. I want to imagine Cleo standing there just going like really? <laughs> <laughs> The amount of time they looked at Landon when he was saying something was hilarious to me. So, you know, my son was doing a lot of things. I'm proud. I know, and 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 like the him and Hope scenes were so fucking cute. Like literally, <sighs> them in class, like the, 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 when he put his hand on her seat, like button. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, and then mm-hmm. and then just like them sitting next oh, to her, and then like when they were in the library and he was like, oh, I'm sensing um, some tension. And I was thinking, no, you're not going to put tension between the two of them already. But it wasn't their tension that he was sensing. It was her and Lizzie. Yeah. I knew it wasn't his. I knew it wasn't theirs because he just got there. <laughs> and then like, oh my God, we have Brett delivered so many quotes for us today. We have this whole episode is just littered with hand in quotes and I just like I need to find every single one of them. I need to watch it again and again and just write them all down. But like him saying that he was always on her side, and them just being really fucking cute. And I, oh my I, God. I we got the scene at the end with her laying on his chest. We're not even there. Okay, we're not even there Sorry. yet. Sorry, we're not even there yet. <laughs> okay, um, 
but uh, the cards when he was like okay no 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 that's before the that's after the 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 little pink guy it's like okay so gumball made his appearance okay and i am still gumball protection squad because he made landon shine this episode he made landon shine and i cannot hate gumball for that um i mean he did give me um my hazy content as he yes. should but um, he could still go to fuck under. <laughs> <laughs> He's a mouthy little brat, wasn't he? <laughs> he was he he called him dumb. I said, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but but both, okay, screw both, y'all. <laughs> both Landon and Lizzie being like, Lizzie's just like, I don't care. I want one. I'm just like me, Lizzie. Me. You <laughs> <laughs> love her gush, and I was like, can't relate. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, and then him kicking Lizzie into the pool. <laughs> oh, but that was, and that was. Oh, okay. what about what about him making Lizzie's voice, and then <gasps> saying that like. Had... And then her eyes flicker. I said, yeah. "Oh, the y'all y'all decided to use the eye effect more." <laughs> he was mad, and then Landon was just kind of like, "Shit." <laughs> But he knew he couldn't stop her. Like he knows that he can't stop her in that, and he's just like, "Oh my god, okay, what, what's <laughs> gonna happen?" He was like, "Um, death." I said, "My baby, just my." But like the strife that it was causing between, like Lizzie was saying some pretty harsh things. Oh, she sure. she made me mad this episode. <laughs> Not, yeah. like she's she's okay, like. The ending even made up for it, but like she said some messed up shit. And she really did. And that's like her brutal honesty, like Hope had said, like at the end. But mm-hmm. like that was some like okay. First off, Hope saying that I mean, true, Hope saying that she's saved their lives countless times. But when Lizzie said that Hope only goes to them when she needs something, that's not true. Because half the time Hope ends up giving up what she wants in order to save everyone else. So, so where is Lizzie twisting that? The one time she decided to get what she wanted or fight for what she wanted, which was Landon. Yeah. yeah. It was wild. It was wild this episode. Everybody was wild. Um, every character was out here doing a lot of stuff. So <laughs> to be honest, I'm not surprised. Um, I'm just shocked that for that in that scene specifically the, the the little living room i mean the area was full as fuck to me you were looking i was like where these kids come from i forgot that that's where all the kids is i was like oh shit we got more students no it was the same yeah kid. because only were they having a super squad meeting at the beginning then i don't know because maybe like, could be but like i wonder how the hell did all those kids just decide to chill in the library when it was a speech or I mean, when it was <laughs> when lizzie and it was having and- their competition and and there was literally no one else in the school other than Hope and Lizzie who were having complications. Like, was was no one else in the school fighting? And there's that many kids in the school. You would think that there was there's some sort of like right, like, it was, it's like it's like ten more. I mean, what whatever it was, eighteen, twenty two, whatever. It's more kids there. You mean tell me all of them were just kumbaya? Impossible, impossible. And like like. Kumbaya. <laughs> Yeah, like they were all just chilling and shit at in the little library. I'm just like, so no one has beef. 
No one saw the little pink no creature running seen. around? No. This could just <laughs> have been as a student. We've been here. The other students are always vibing somehow. Right, they, they listen. They don't give a state. Listen, Malibu is a fucking danger to the school, and they just chilling and shit reading. They're all dipping into that garden. The, they said it's like they get that truth weed, <laughs> or some sort of like relaxant or something. But I, I they have no cares whatsoever. I was like, Iman just chilling, like no words. <laughs> and she her reaction. She's like, she's like, I said, oh, like, oh, oh, tea. <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn, everybody heard. But yet, no one sees this little pink monster running around, oh, laughing and swearing at people. Like, I mean, and then, well, maybe what it is is that, like, they notice that Hope and Lizzie are fighting, and when Hope and Lizzie fights, it's just, just like, you know what? Yeah, we're just gonna stay out of it. The two, the two powerful witches. The least they going listen. The kids gonna have to analyze from a distance because <laughs> no last thing you want. Listen, yeah. Lizzie, Lizzie was petty with that damn no, no tri bread allowed. I was, <laughs> I literally laughed out loud. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that guy Landon was like, what is that? He's like, what, what do you that think it is, Landon? I'm like, well, Landon, what do you think that means? Who the fuck else is a tri bread in this class? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it ain't that hard, Landon. Come on. He came back and chose clueless. <laughs> He was just so, like, he's, he was so land in this episode. He was. It, it was, well, I can't, I'll, I'll mention later on, but it was one quote that Hope said that got me, like, looking, side-eyeing. <sighs> I'll get there. Um, okay. Then when Landon figured out it was a gremlin, because they were like, oh, what kind of thing molts like this? And I made a joke earlier on the, the CW Legacies page about, um, why they were looking in the well and I said because they got water on the gremlin and Landon literally like started talking about that with like he was freaking out over the movie and <laughs> talking about getting water on them and stuff like that <laughs> like I just like I just cannot believe that we sat here and watched it listen Landon was having a finger moment over this fucking gremlin and everybody else was just <laughs> trying to find him <laughs> The old word, and then Landon's like, "Yeah, you know, I know about this." He's like, "Y'all need dust on y'all, y'all knowing skills." I said, "Damn, not that shade." <laughs> no, he said, "He said I didn't know." I said, "Yeah, clearly not." Kaylee had to read it from a book. You know, let my son help. This is what it is. He he was totally nerding out this episode. I loved it. I was totally nerding out this episode. I, I just. I think we kind of went into this episode thinking it was just going to be like a filler, and it actually turned out to be such an amazing episode. It like, was such like, a good episode. Yeah, it, it was definitely better than what I expected. I expected um, leprechauns. I, I expected, I did not expect this episode to be as good it was character-wise. Um, what I think what made the episode so amazing was not only landed, but Hope and Lizzie, like, their relationship, yes, it was angst, but like, I love their dynamics so much, no matter what it is. It's like, yeah. they go off. Like I said, Danielle and, Danielle and Jenny, they bounce off each other so perfectly well. And it's like, it makes it so much, and, so enjoyable to watch. And having Hope and Lizzie as like best friends, even when friends fight like that, like they're just so, I, yeah, I really do love I their love the line. I love the line where she was like, you like to Cleo, where she was like, you have no idea our history or whatever, how far back, whatever she said. I was like, 
you really see it in that scene because it's like you know this is how they are yeah like this is they're friends but this is how they they how they go back and forth because it's the only way they know how to communicate but it works for them so but you remind me of season one and like and when he like talked later on and talked about what they like about each other as compliments it was just feeding my soul (laughs) like yeah yeah. i love their friendship like season one like Lizzie did not like her. Like imagining like episode ten where she wished that hope never existed to yeah. now her as a And a lot girl. of that was based on a lie. Like and just the fact that they could, you know, get over that. Yeah. And and work through that, you know. So and then uh, both understood like Lizzie understood that hope what hope did she would do for Josie. Yeah. And Hope understood that it was wrong for her to push Josie. So yeah. And like Landon even pointing that out, like like Landon being what if I was in Josie's place and like hope just being like, okay, that actually makes sense. It's just proof. Yeah. It's just proof. Obviously it's proof. Landon knows how important he is to hope. And it basically, it just reiterates with the viewers that Landon is the most important thing to hope. And they do have that discussion, but we can go into that after a little bit, but like it, and then it just proves again that the blind spot of Lizzie is Josie and that she's just as important to Lizzie as Landon is to Hope. Like, I really Lizzie like that. Said that. Lizzie even said that. You know, she said that, you know, she said it at some point in this episode where she's basically like, I don't remember what, did she say this? Am I just making this shit up? No, Maybe. she definitely said it. Where she was like, you know, oh, Josie's just as important to me as Yeah, she yeah, yeah, she Caleb. did say that. Caleb. As Landon is to you. Yeah. Oh. No, she said it to Caleb. Oh, she said it to Caleb. It was something like... I don't remember, but she said something along the lines of that. Yeah. No, I I think I remember something like that. But, like, the the character growth for everyone in this episode, I think, was really, really good. Like, for everyone. Um, Because everyone kind of had, like, a moment where they took a step forward from where they were, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, like the hand and stuff in the whole episode was just Dude. adorable. It served. It served. It served. Brett. Especially Brett. when, especially when Liz on Twitter was like, what if we get no scenes this episode? And I was like, bet we might just, we might just not. And we got scenes continuously throughout. <laughs> well, because the last episode nine in 209 Hope and Landon were back together and we got like a two second hug and that was it. Like nothing. We got no communication, no nothing. And so I think that we were all just like worried that today's episode was first of all, it was going to be a filler episode. Yeah. Um, and then that there just wasn't going to be any development as far as like, like handing it goes and stuff like that. And I mean, this is literally like the next day after he got back and Hope wasn't yeah. being as, like, protective. Like, she was still being protective, but she wasn't being as protective. Yeah, she loosened up because he said, hey, like, I mean, well, this might be further ahead. And he was like, yeah, you can go um, get the gremlin. I'll just sit here, you know, be with all the students. And she just, she didn't say anything. She was like, okay. Yeah, like, she's, you can really see since 304, um, since they got back together in 303, they've really been communicating a lot more and hope has really been um kind of like allowing him to be a little bit more free because that fight on the dock really showed her 
Like, I really actually think now, like, when the fight happened, I wasn't a super fan of it. But looking back at it now and, and him saying, like, that's not really living hope and her changing after that because she realized that you can really see the development in these next few episodes now, even though Landon's only been back for a day, um, she's still been very, like, uh, letting him kind of, like, figure things out and, like, be a part of the squad and not be, like, something that she has to protect. And, like, they do touch on that again at the end of the episode, which is beautiful, because that's what a lot of people have been saying. There's been a lot of, like, you know, comments on Twitter and stuff like that. And I honestly think that Brett's, like, writing these episodes or, or like, having these episodes as, like, uh, answers to questions that have been um, kind of, like, bombarded on him since season two. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel like he's, I feel like he's fixing what season two did. Because season two, like, a lot of, a lot of communication between Landon and Hope, um, and, like, the back and forth between, they're on the same page. No, they're not. They're on the same page. No, they're not. Um, and now, like, her realizing, like, the, you know, the Jurassic decision she made to get to him, you know, like, her just saying, okay, well, he just, like, I can't keep suffocating him. Like, in, like, season two, episode, what was it, episode 10? When he was trying to, like, when he was trying to learn how to fight to, like, so they can be, like, seen as equals. Like, this is kind of overcoming that situation. So, I was shocked that she even let him stay at school. Um, I was rather, I was actually shocked. I was like, damn, she ain't going to tell him to, like, watch out, protect himself. She just said, okay, stay at the school. Yeah, and you know what, what's nice is that she's actually, like, they're trusting Landon more because people have been, and by people I mean like people in the fandom have been doubting him a lot and his worth. And today's episode was basically a, a, a um, Landon. Yeah, a, a Landon episode saying like, look, he's actually worth a lot more than you guys think he is. And he's actually important. And not only is he important, but Hope actually really does love him. And they have this this beautiful, amazing love. And I think you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. <sighs> they proved so many things this episode. Like, it was a feast. It, it was a feast. You had soft, soft couple. We have cute couple and have Landon being a supportive a kid, boyfriend. Exactly. It's, uh, they, it's amazing before I watch, before tomorrow happens. um okay so the monster taking cleo yeah oh well we could talk about mg and at the school or no we can talk about that but we can talk about the monster before that's what i was just saying okay never mind okay Mm -hmm. well let's talk about mg at the school mg and, and josie yeah, I mean, I feel like I already pred- predicted or assumed that Andy would come to the school. I just didn't know that he was, no, be out here trying to finesse a new lady that fast. I was like, damn, okay. Um, and I feel like I knew it was going to be more, um, I knew that Joey would want to definitely try to have him, like, talk to him about it because he, he was like, listen, he, it was only been his first day and he did little supernatural things. <laughs> so, like, Josie just want to have a normal life. She just want to be human. And I knew for a fact she's going to tell, like, K, I mean, MG to, like, cool it down. But that's not the case. Um, and I definitely knew that Ethan and MG want to be, like, friends down the line because from the synopsis of next, uh, next week or 
whatever those episodes synopsis were when he said they're going to work together so i was like okay well they're definitely gonna be friends but i'm actually excited to see his storyline um i thought that we were going to get more from him like more about his backstory because what happened later on this episode but robbery once again not yeah i kind of thought that um alaric was going to go to mg and ask him to spy but he didn't have anything to do with MG going. I mean, we assumed MG was going to go to Mystic. But, I mean, it makes sense that they put Dorian in that position so that Rick had someone to go to at the school. And then having Dorian there, seeing as how he's, he's like, you know, their researcher. So, I mean, I didn't even clue in when they brought Dorian back that that was what they were... I didn't even think about Dorian researching the wish box. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that he would, like, keep his distance from Supernatural, but clearly not. Um, Alaric is still here bringing him shit on the desk in school in 4K. <laughs> kind of sad that Finch wasn't at the ep- in the episode, though. Yeah, yeah. me too. Like, what happened? She's going to obviously be in next week. Yeah, she's going to be in next week because they mentioned her, right? Yeah. Jedwell's me too. I, just, I don't yeah. know why she wasn't there, though. Like... We got to see we got to see some random ass dude who was insulting Ethan, but not Finch. Finch, like what? But maybe maybe she just had like um a like a family not a family issue, but like maybe maybe she had to work or maybe like there could be like a lot of reasons. But or or she's avoiding Josie right now just because of everything that happened. Um, or Josie's avoiding her because that could be possible too. Could be because didn't didn't Josie did Josie. And then she missed the thing with Finch, right? Due to um, well, because she was supposed to have that makeup date, and then she went off with yeah. Hope because she thought that Lizzie had wanted her help because yeah, Hope, so, Hope had lied and said yeah, that Lizzie was, was yeah. Finch probably heated right now, honestly. Yeah, you know what, Finch? Listen, Josie already but, told you he has a life. <laughs> I mean, it's hard, you know, the supernatural, and then trying to like mix it with the with the human stuff. I mean, obviously. That's what they were trying to do, and then look how that went with Ethan. Um, but like, well, I, Ethan, I wonder. I wonder that since he knows, is Josie going to say anything about what happened? Because because oh, he knows she now. Might she might? Oh, now because she she tells him she tells him something. It has to and be because so she can make might. amends. That's how she can make amends for one of her actions. Is she apologizes to Ethan? You think he's gonna be mad at her now? Oh, he'll probably be mad at her, but like, I feel like he might he might forgive her though, because he's all hyper. He wants about supernatural. He, he like, seems like hurt. Yeah, he seems like okay. And him being a closet comic book nerd, who saw that coming? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I was I like, mean, how, I was like, how would Helmet MG even co- like combine well? So it had to make sense. Okay, that. but MG and Ethan are are like cute. They're cute. I love their friendship. It's it's like it makes sense. Like it really does. Yeah, I mean, it makes I didn't think sense. it would, but it makes sense. Like I feel like with him, I feel like with MG and Caleb, they're more of a brother bond. Yeah. Like, a friendship bond. So like and like MG obviously need to branch off. MG they can be boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Was okay, you guys were you guys feeling that too? Like that that energy between Ethan and MG, like especially I for Ethan? I, I said <laughs> Like, I was like, I was like, I can't get Jed or Ralph. I can't get Jed and Caleb. Um, I can be friends if y'all want, but 
I mean, I, I don't know what I want to do, but like Ethan and MG were 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 cute. I mean, Ethan was giving off those like he was giving like, off those. Don't erase the moment we met, like okay. He said don't <laughs> Yeah. They say, please just don't erase the moment we met. Like, okay. You're my friend. I said, y'all, you talk like five minutes. <laughs> well, six hours, maybe some hours, but like. I was and then they were still together at the end. They were playing football. <laughs> don't get me hyped. Because I know we're not. Exactly. Get, don't get me hyped. Don't get me hyped because I was acting up. I, I want to get hyped over this. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, because I, I, I've been wanting, I've been wanting Jed and Ralph for years, since season one, and I never got them. So then I was like, okay, well, maybe Jed and Caleb never got them. But Caleb I'm like, Cleo, but yeah. Where's my... <sighs> Please. So, um, Ethan... Ethan and MG, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> they good. I'm having to watch some scenes tonight, because it was... Like the eyes, the scenery. And we did question why they would bring Ethan in as a a regular. And that would make sense. What was that? Now it makes sense why he's here. Yeah, exactly. That could make a lot of sense why he's a regular because because of this relationship. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's needed. I feel like MG has a personality outside of being a supernatural. Yeah. Maybe that he's getting a human friend. Somebody that he's a fangirl with about Kyle because Caleb don't know like, that much about it. And with him and Lizzie like kind of separating right now, he needs someone. She's like, How and then MG's not doesn't he's not really like super friends with Landon because like I think MG still feels guilty about, you know, killing Landon in the first place. And so there was always that kind of like hanging over their heads, right? Yeah. Even though Landon, you know, forgave him and everything like that, but I just, I just feel like it's needed. I feel like this whole season is doing good at having people head to where they need to be in development, because people, if they stayed in the same, like they stayed in the same school last last season, and no one developed and stuff for Lizzie, and this season we're seeing MG, we're seeing Josie, we're seeing Landon, we're seeing Lizzie even more, we're seeing Hope and Caleb and all of them developing in different ways. But like everyone's having a storyline. Everyone has a storyline and is not and even though it's monster centered, it's still not in season one. Like I didn't have a yeah. power monsters in season one because they weren't they like they were there but they weren't carrying it the was a good storyline in season one. Yeah. Season two, the monsters that kept appearing were only for the plot. One of the monsters to help um, you know, hope tell secret. The one about the damn, for Lizzie, like for Hizzy and Epsilon 5 to come together. Like it was like every monster was thriven for some type of storyline for an episode. Opposed to season three, they're fixing these mistakes. And this monster didn't really do anything except for just annoy me. But even then he didn't because once again, this monster made Landon shine. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. gave us some stronger Hizzy, you know. And then even what even better? Well, I mean, I feel like we're we're getting ahead of time. It doesn't even care. We're getting Hayden and Lizzie hanging out. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Let's okay. We can go into that. Okay. Um, let's go into um. What was I saying before? I I see. You said Hayden, and I fucking lost everything else. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. Um, the monster taking Cleo. Yeah, I, I don't I'm expecting know. that. I was like, I was like, maybe it has something to do with Clark because she maybe can return him to human form. But that before I was like thinking, like I think Clark is already there. But I think that since she can summon monsters, then maybe the reason why he wants her there. Maybe she can summon the monsters out of the prison world. Maybe that's why he wants her to be there because she she, she got her summoning some some serious shit. So what if she is a monster from the prison world? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping she's not, though. I do think that he may picked her, or Malibu may picked her, because she well, so Because Puck said mm-hmm. not all monsters are bad, or, like, that whole, they had that whole thing with Puck and MG, where it was, like, not all monsters are bad, and we thought possibly he was talking about Alyssa. But what if that was foreshadowed to later on? Uh-oh. Robin always leaves us speechless. <laughs> <laughs> but like there is something about Cleo there's obviously something about Cleo and the yeah. fact that she has the ability to summon monsters with no E without E I will E but still like what would she be like I, I don't know but like the fact that they he took her and then okay he was like this little teeny tiny thing at that time. And he kidnapped her and wrapped her up. And she's a powerful witch. Like how? I don't know how the fuck that little dude got. Well he her. grew he grew when she said some un <laughs> what did the word she use? Uncolorful words or something she said. But that was but that was like after. Like he was he was in the soldier outfit and Maybe he, I don't know how he could use some arms. Maybe she, she willingly went. I don't know, because he, he wrapped her up and all that. Like, I don't think she would curse him out while she's willingly wanting to go. Yeah, like, it just, like, how, I don't know. I mean, he must have had other powers or something, because. Like, he must have. He, um, well, 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 he wilted. So maybe he wilted to becoming taller, because it, yeah. he, could see out the, he could see outside the shield. So maybe he became tall, but he didn't become fat. And we know he can impersonate voices, so what if he, like, impersonated mm-hmm. Caleb? Hmm. And maybe be like, hey, this what is... What are you thinking, is? You know, it's, we are predicting his damn monster's abilities. <laughs> your, your eyes, what are you thinking? Your eyes just went really wide, and you were just like... No, because when you talk, I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Robin pick up so many stuff during episodes. That's just freaking out the most. It makes the time. no sense to me. <laughs> she says this shit to me, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> okay. Even when we're messaging, I'm like, "Let me read that over again." I'm gonna like it, so she thinks I understand what's going on, but I really don't. Yeah, I feel like. And he probably molted and got taller, but didn't get thicker until um, she started to curse him out. That's the only logical thing. It, it has to be. It, like, yeah, it has to be because that was the only way. But like, he, yeah. Cause he if you think sword. about it, because Lizzie and, Lizzie and Hope are still going at it when he had Cleo, too. So True. I don't know if he has to be, like, near them when they're arguing. But, like, Lizzie and Hope are definitely going at it. Um, 
even still when they were walking towards the well, like when they were following the, um, yep. Like, yep. And she was like talking about stepping in manure and stuff like that. Even though like Landon, like, okay, Landon figuring it out. If Landon was not there, they wouldn't have figured that out. I think they would have, I think nobody would have figured out their problems. So. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. him figuring it out. Okay. And then him rolling up in Lizzie's car. Yo, I thought that was a lyric. Who was in the car? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a Lori too. I, I thought it was a Lori too. <sighs> and the way that he like, I was like, iconic, iconic. Yeah. And then and then Lizzie commenting about him scratching the car and him like handing her the keys <laughs> and like my paint. I'm like, damn, how much he paint the car? And then talking about them having to respect each other because he figured it out. Like, I just. He was only left alone for like five minutes and he was able to figure out so much within that time. He really did. He figured out, okay, he sensed Hope having issues at the beginning with her, with her and Lizzie and even said like you have to make up with her or whatever, or you should make up with her. And then he figured out why the monster was there and feeding on their um, uh, disrespect and then figured out how to defeat the monster about respecting each other and like the the hizzy compliment session, I almost cried. I'm not gonna lie. That was so juicy. Oh, it was so good. I love I love their friendship so much. It's like it's like the perfect friendship. Like they, Landon's right. They have a lot more in common than they think they do. And we heard it. Yeah. Like, like we all like we like we say it to ourselves, but we heard it. And it was the icing on the cake. And then it's like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have to be more, you know, maybe you can do this. It's like, yeah, you got, you got a good name, um, you know, taste and style. And I'm like, oh, I love them. More and more and more and more scenes. Yeah. Uh, more hizzy the, scenes. the hizzy stuff is just beautiful. Like, it, and then, it like, so amazing. Lizzie being like, you need to teach me your icy glare. <laughs> I, I laughed. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was like, all Dan- it's all Danielle. <laughs> It's all Daniel. <laughs> I love it. It is. And yeah, I just, that whole thing. And then like Cleo just like, <laughs> when they couldn't, they couldn't respect each other and Cleo's just like rolling her eyes at them. <laughs> Cleo is always- This episode was funny. Cleo was always confused. She's like, Marvel? And she's like, history? Like, she's always lost. <laughs> they need to fill her in. When 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 Caleb grabbed her hand and she pulled away, no, I was like, I thought they burned. Um, when she okay. was like, uh, "Ask me later," whatever she said. The fact that she, she held, so like held her hand. Um, the flavor. Yeah, yeah, they're so cute. They're just the two of them are so cute, and mm-hmm. I loved the fact that they had Cleo, Lizzie, and and Hope all doing the trio thing and, and exactly. holding hands and fighting. This super squad of today was amazing. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. I stand. We had no choice about the stand. Oh. Yeah, it's one of the best formations of super squad. Yeah. It, it yes. really is. Like, that was just, I just loved that, the three of them together. That was just beautiful. And, like, like real friendships there. You know, and then landing Caleb just kind of like standing off to the side and just like 
just proud of their girls, you know. <laughs> yeah. On season one, like when um, Lizzie, Josie, and Hope went to get that spider, and they came out afterwards. And you give me that much. You give me those type of things. Um, love to see it. So it doesn't mean that Lance a part of the Super Squad. Um, you know. Yeah. No. It's. It's just I. I have. I have so many good things to say about this episode. Okay, let's let's get into Hope and Landon snuggling in bed. Oh my god. I literally Robin, screamed. were you and I talking about this? We said I was like, it's gonna open with them in bed, or it's and then you were like, oh, it's gonna end with them in in, yeah. in bed. Yeah. And it literally like it was literally like um right two thirteen. Two thirteen after Landon flew. They were in bed. They were in bed, and they were talking. And then she went over and laid on his chest. You guys remember that? And she like fell asleep. And she's like, yes. "Tell me what it felt like." And he's yeah. describing like how flying felt like. It literally gave me off that vibe. Like, oh, I love him so much. It. I screamed at that scene. I was like, "Yes, we're getting a bed scene," because <laughs> I was just like waiting for it because. They were so cute throughout the whole episode, just like the little smiles and glances and the quotes and everything they were giving to each other. And then they had that scene and then and then Hope automatically knowing that Landon had like a butt in there and she was just like, what's on your mind? And then actually communicating and talking. Like, yeah, that was everything. Oh, and then, and then like Landon saying like, there's enough of you to go, there's enough Hope there's Michaels enough to Hope go Michaels around. And and just like you will always have me, so you can you have more room in your life for other people. Yeah. And her just being like, "You're my everything," and he's like, "Like I just." <sighs> she said, "You're and, everything." And then she was like, "I don't remember you being this perfect." Right. I was like, when she said that, I said, "Oh my god." <laughs> okay. 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 And when they kissed, the lyrics to the song were specifically, "This is what it's like to fall in love," as they were kissing. Yeah. I fucking died. What do you guys I died. To the music? <laughs> okay, Tiff's already no, no. saying that she's making an edit to that song. How do so you it? <laughs> I watch. Um... No, but my my favorite line was probably the 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 where when he said, you know, there's enough Hope Michelson to go around because it's like at this point Hope Yes. Hope has Landon. Landon, she's always going to have Landon, but she needs other people too. She needs her yeah. friends, and while she's going to, you know, she focuses a lot of her, on her relationship with Landon, which obviously it's what she should do. But you know, her friendship with Lizzie and the stuff that happened in this Cleo. episode shows, and Cleo, she has this perfect dynamic with other characters too, and I'm so excited. To see, and Danielle teased it. Like Danielle, uh, a while ago, she responded to one of my tweets, and she was like, "You know, she's excited for this relationship with one of the other character, a new character," and it ended up being Cleo. But like, so it's excited. Yeah. About it. It's understandable. Of hope not wanting to stay away from Landon because she lost him so many times. But I also love to see that he's making her see that he's gonna be there for her always. So. Yeah. She can go and be away from here a, a little and just enjoy her time with her friends. Like Landon pointing that out and just saying, look, I know you love me 
and I know what you would do for me. And basically him saying like he would do it for her too, but like there's more to life than just me. Yeah. And like the fact that he, like, God, he's just so, they're just so. Yeah. That's how he cares so much about her. Like, yes. He just loves her so much. He wants the best for her always. Landon is a great guy. Like he is he and I will continue to say this. Him that's that's why him and Hope work so well together as a couple is because they're different in a way. You know what I mean? They bounce off each other that way where it's like, you know, Hope is kind of this person who sees one thing and one thing only and she wants to finish that one thing, but while Landon has an open mind about a lot of stuff and he's you know, he's like, you know, you need to think about it this way. You need to think about it that way. And Hope really needs that kind of person in her life. Um, yeah. Someone and that she listens to, obviously. So, and she obviously listens to him. And Landon opened her up, like, at the beginning. Because remember, she locked herself in her room for years. For two years or whatever. She didn't have friends. She didn't talk to anyone. And Landon coming to the school really opened her up. And him being there back. This is like, this is like a parallel to the first season where he came and he opened her up to all these different friendships. And this is basically him doing that again, saying, look, you can have me, but you can have other people too. And like, he's like, just the fact that he, he noticed that and is so concerned and caring for her, um, for her health and, and her mental health and her love and all of that. Like, it just really shows how pure he is. If you yeah. think about it, it, it it's really, it brings it back to season one where he opened her up because, you know, she, he's kind of like seen her, seen her close herself off from everybody but him. Yeah. And she, he doesn't want that to happen. So he's like, you know, which brings back to the line where he said, there's enough hope Michaelson to go around. And he's, he was just, Landon shined this episode. It was, he did amazing this episode. I I love him every episode, but today was just... This this episode through, and it definitely showed, because we already knew that episode four was the strong episode, but for him to come back and for him to change how she already was with him, yeah, I won. Um, Major content today. Yeah, he's just, um... You know, I remember Vit, you tweeted a long time ago where you had wanted like an episode for Landon. And I honestly feel like this was an episode for Landon. It wasn't his episode, but it was his episode in a sense, you know? Yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just like, like, honestly, like every Brett Matthews episode has hit this season. Like, it's just been so good. This season goes so good. Oh, like, honestly, like, Brett, if you're listening, we just, yeah, it was a great episode. Um, okay, so let's go to, I, we could keep talking about Handin, because, you know, I, I would gush constantly. <laughs> but uh, the talk with um, Alaric and Josie. I actually really love that scene. I... And can we talk about... Okay, we we could talk about the, the the talk first, but certain something else about that scene too. <laughs> the scene was emotional, like I was too innovative. Um, 
I was just in the back of my head saying something would happen to him because we never got really good good speech from it ever in a while. And I'm just like, he about to die. <laughs> See, that's what I think too, is like this, this like, they're almost like closing up his storyline because I think that they are going to kill him off. And like this like closure that he's, you know, kind of giving to Josie and then like, just it feels like it, he he kind of needs to do that with Lizzie too, but like right now he's doing it with Josie. Um, but okay, anyone else have anything to say about their talk or uh, can is? Um, oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, is. I'm pretty sure everybody called it, but I knew she was staying with Elena and Damon. <laughs> like, but like, it literally, I was like, I caught it. But the thing is, it's like it makes sense. Because, but then again, at the end of the Vampire Diaries, they die, but then the timeline's all messed up, and it's like, what the heck is going on? At the end of Vampire Diaries, that was them, like, jumping many, many. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think that's just, like, I'm showing y'all that when they do die, you're going to have that. Yeah. But I don't think they're dead, but they're alive. What was the best line, one of the best lines from Lark this episode, where she's like, the last thing I want to do is get, you get relationship advice from Damon. Oh, laughed so hard at that line. Just but no, and then dropped Elena and Damon. She called her Aunt Elena. Yeah, I screamed yeah. when she said that. And that was Elena's house, right? Yeah. Yeah, they rebuilt it. Yeah, yeah she is there with Damon. Same so so. Which fun fact about that is the next the house next door is Caroline's house in actual real life. Anyways, that's just a fun fun fact. Um, that's my brain going places, but, uh, and then the fact that Josie mentioned a girl, just like when she talked about Penelope, she said this girl last year, and then she said a girl at school, and I was like, (laughs) oh, my my fancy heart. Oh, I was, I was, I was just still like high on the hand and stuff that um, the rest of it kind of glossed over me a little bit, but like, okay, but so that means that Nina's story we saw today means that she is coming on to Legacies. At some point. Which I am, why do they got to put her in the Catherine wig? Well, but it Anyways. doesn't have to be the Catherine wig, like it, it could just be Elena with, with, hair like Catherine's. They said that the uh, the wig at the end of the series of the Vampire Diaries was Catherine's wig. Where it looked terrible on her. Not not saying that she looked terrible, but it didn't look right on her. She has she has the real hair. She could just use her real hair. It looks fine. Yeah, well. Yeah. But I guess that's like for styling issues and stuff like that, right? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. You think they have Damon show up too? Nah. Doubt it. Doubtful. They probably won't have Ian there. Are they going to show on the kid? Oh, I don't know. Are they going to bring him? He would have asked him about it, so maybe. Probably not. I'm not going to see him later for two seconds. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the last part, it was with what Dorian and Alaric, right? Well, I was confused. Yeah. What, the, what the fuck? So they're talking about the wish box. And they said that um, Einstein had it. And then, uh, uh, oh, the, 
what's the Russian guy or whatever the uh, oh no yeah Napoleon okay the French guy but then they also had Rasputin they said Rasputin and Rasputin if you believe a lot of the myths okay um has anyone like does anyone know like the the Disney version of like Anastasia like like okay so there's this there's this um lost princess of Russia whose entire family was murdered and she they they think that she got out and was hidden by certain people so her name is Anastasia and the Disney version um she was raised in an orphanage and then she came back and people have been trying to find the lost princess for years and there's like this whole reward and stuff and um she ends up being the lost princess um but Rasputin in that is um a sorcerer, like a sorcerer who, who lives for thousands and thousands, like he's an immortal sorcerer um, in this movie, like in other ones, he's actually died. Um, but uh, he's known as like a healer and um, a, a, a sorcerer. But like, so the fact that they're kind of introducing Rasputin, who was a powerful sorcerer, who had this box, this wish box, is really interesting because with 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 him and Napoleon and um, Einstein all having the spot what him and Napoleon have in common is they were both like leaders and they both like overthrew things right so like and and I mean they were evil but if, if you think about it like the way that they're setting up this wish box is actually really fucking cool so what did hope wishing on it and it opening up do yes especially if rasputin had it last i love how this season has so many little secrets that we have to find out <laughs> what is happening it's yeah. not just medivore like we have to stop medivore like we have medivore but you have now this bone guy and then you have this about the wish box yeah. and rasputin also could predict the future So, I, that would be really cool to, like, I'm really excited where this season is going. And y'all did say she's very excited. And, and the fact that she said it was going to be like a 180, and I really think that means it's going to go darker. And like Rasputin, and like the, the fairy man and all of that, like that is darker Like, yeah. you think about it, like, the ferryman um, uh, sails the river Styx. Like, he's, like, you know, Hades, um, like, boatman or whatever, and Hades is death, and then Rasputin, who was also basically kind of considered death, and the next mats are being death, and, like, the Banshee next episode. So, like, literally, this whole season is fucking death. It's way better than season two, so... I don't know, the mythology nerd in me is just like going like, I'm, I'm just screaming inside. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. He is going to love have this conversation with you. Yeah, I know. I got to have this conversation with Pia because we're going to, yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyways, um, I'm just really excited about the, the, the name drop of Rasputin because um, Anastasia is actually one of my favorite Disney movies and it's not a very well-known movie. People, not a lot of people have actually seen it. Um, but the whole, like, I, I love history and that whole story about the lost princess and the whole, um, 
the the Romanov family is actually like one of my favorite stories of history. So I'm really, really excited to see where Brett and team are going to take this. Yeah, really excited, really excited. Okay, um, promo for next week. The Banshee. The Banshee. It's just very curious to see who is dying. Alaric is dying. Let's go. It better be him. <laughs> I'm not taking anyone dying anymore. They can't kill him off again. They can't do that. Landon, he, he's died so much. Like, let's give someone else. Okay. I'm going to send a, I got envelopes. I'm going to write a, a, me- a message. Send it off to Georgia. You know, I'm going to hand deliver it. I'm going to hand deliver it. No more deaths. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm <laughs> going to give it to Megan. And Megan can deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> we have this whole petition where Landon doesn't die anymore. Um, a lark's going to die. It's going to, because, because it's funny because remember I said this whole season about, is about death and the Sphinx actually saw Alaric's death, but what if he wasn't talking about that time of Alaric's death, but he was actually talking about the actual time of Alaric's death because the Sphinx could tell the future. Kind of like Rasputin. Anyways, Alaric's going to die and we're going to cheer and it's all going to be great. And I'm really super excited about a Banshee coming because we did say that in one of our monster episodes like a long, 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 long time ago where I think it was a Jackson's episode. Remember we talked about a Banshee? I don't remember Jackson's episode because I wasn't really there, but. Yeah, we talked about a Banshee. I'm pretty sure we talked about a Banshee in Jackson's episode. So the fact that we're getting a Banshee and she looks really cool. Like, I don't know. This episode surprised me, so I'm really hoping that next episode will surprise me too. And Thomas, Thomas wrote, Thomas co-wrote next episode, didn't he? I think he did. Oh, it's gonna be a good episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love, I love Thomas's episode. I, I mean, like <laughs> two or five was. Eh? Yeah, Sorry. well, <laughs> a lot of season two was that. Two or five served his though. Yeah, it really did. Okay, so should we do our um, MVP? Yes. Go ahead. Um, Landon. Landon was my MVP this this episode. He just he shined. Um, you know, he really showed that he doesn't need to be protected like people think he does, or that he's always being protected by somebody. He shows that he's obviously got the brains to figure out things. Um, the nerding him obviously helps, you know, saved a lot of people. Um, but yeah. Um, my favorite scene. Oh gosh, I gotta go with, I gotta go with the hand and scene at the end. That was probably my favorite. Um, their talk was just incredible. Um, everything that Landon said was just perfect. Um, so yeah. That's it. Me? Me? Yeah. Like, this episode is extremely useful. I feel like, you know, this whole fandom season is someone who doesn't, it's not helpful at all. And for the fact that he knew how to destroy those gremlins and informing a lot, it was very pleasing to my spirits. 
And after not seeing Lando for like a whole damn month, basically, um, this episode definitely needed for, you know, the Hamden fans and Lando fans. But once again, I feel like this episode strengthened Hope and Lando's relationship and definitely let Lando know that he understands Hope, he understands everybody's point of view. Um, he just doesn't want, you know, to cause problems between Hope and everybody else. So that was definitely an MVP moment. I mean, you notice why he won MVP for me. Um, my favorite scene was the one in there in the room when he was saying, like, you know, there's enough hope to stay around. Because once again, it was a big topic of, like, hope being obsessed with Landon. And Landon telling hope, like, you know, I'm saying, you know, you love me, I love you. And obviously, you wouldn't change the thing getting back. But once again, I did not want to call for how can you relax? You know, like, there's enough for you to go around. And I feel like that was definitely needed. I feel like it was just, it was definitely needed. And for him to understand, this is coming from, but also, like, you know, leading her in every direction. Growth. Um, I'm a girl <laughs> hanging today, so. Vet? Oh, MVP is definitely Landon. Like, he was just perfect this episode. Reaching his cutest, cutest moments and he giving support to Hope is just, I loved him. And my favorite scene is the hand and scene in the end. Like, I was expecting that for so long. The development, the growth we have, and it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. My MVP is Gumball. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's Landon. I mean, come on. This was such a Landon episode. How could it not be Landon? Like, Landon just deserves all the awards. Um, and I do really love that end scene, but I'm going to go against you guys, and I'm going to say my favorite scene is Hope inviting Lizzie to their movie night, and they were going to watch oh, yeah. Gremlins. That was that was awesome. And they hugged, <laughs> and that whole, like, we can make popcorn, and just, I mean, I mean, um, Lizzie's like, this movie, and then she was like, <laughs> he's like, of course, of course, Landon. Yeah, and just the way that they laughed over that, and his geekiness, and oh my god, they're having a movie night. A group one, we're going to go. And then Lizzie best. was like, Lando is back, all right. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, and then the Bone Warrior showed up. But you know what? Let's just let's just. I don't give a fuck about that Bone Warrior. No, 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 we're just in re in all together. Landon was that the MVP the real of this episode. That is the real yeah. Landon. He knew too much. He knew about the Minotaur. He knew about all of those other monsters. He knew about the past. He knew about that is that is Landon. That is the real Landon, and I will take no arguments against it. That's my sign. Um, the next okay. will come back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, don't forget that uh, we still have our uh, fanfic challenge on it is due May 1st exactly. is thunderstorms and um, tag the hand and weekly I guess we'll call it the May challenge hand and weekly May challenge it can be yeah or just handle um, weekly challenge. Which, conveniently enough, it actually, the due date is actually the day before Hope's birthday. So if anyone wants to uh, slide some Hope birthday stuff in there. Do that as well. You know, you know. Um, anyways. Anyways, that, that was, was our 309. Um, discussion and review. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe for more handy weekly content. Our social media will be linked in the description where you can find other platforms to stream podcast as well as lots of actions or to follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Um, see y'all soon. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.
Yeah. <laughs>